Hello, hello. Hey, hey. That's the rooster. Hey, hey. The rooster. The rooster? Yeah, from Moana. That's the name of the rooster. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Do we have You're the sub- welcome. Do we have the uh, submarine sandwich princess? Yes. Oh, is nice. That, is that what we're calling her now? Well, she's just got her sandwich. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't... Pumps up. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Because the following poll... Oh, sorry. The, the, the following presentation of the 3 O'Clock Parade podcast is proudly presented by Adventures Out There Travel. Adventures Out There Travel can help you find the best deals. They can help you get concierge-level service. They're going to find discounts. And help you provide the best vacation possible. You can email Becca. That's B-E-K-K-A at adventuresoutthertravel.com. And with that being said, Kungaloosh Viva Guy, and welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade, Nooner Edition. It's Professor Daniel Miller. And I hear the sub, pub sub princess, Rhiannon, live. Hi. Did you get your, uh, your uh, toppings on the side? Duh. So you get your toppings on the side, even if you're going to eat it momentarily? Well, yeah, because what I do is I get a whole, even though I only eat half of it, and then I eat the other half the next day. Mm. Okay. So that way, next day's sub is ready to go. You don't want your, you don't want your hole to get soggy, so you got to get that. You got to get your stuff on the side. Well, you want to you want to time it properly. You want to save it so it's moist the next day. Right. 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 I think that's that seems great. And out of there, folks, is Skipper Dick Ritchie. Bum, bum, bum. Who is no longer in the Haunted Mansion queue. This is true. Thank you. Now... How was the Haunted Mansion? How was Disneyland? It was wonderful. It was so good. Uh, Grandpa Jim, fan of the show and uh, co-star, apparently, uh, that was his first time ever to Disneyland. So it was exciting. He He really enjoyed it. That's awesome. I makes me jump right into the first thing that I have here is I haven't heard much about it from you. I'm curious. What is how is the tropical hideaway? The tropical hideaway is cool, but their offerings are underwhelming, I think I would say. So we I haven't actually eaten at the tropical hideaway because their Dole Whip doesn't have rum. Dumb. And uh, they offer like the little bow buns, which are which look good and tasty, but uh, they don't look as good or as tasty as the Bengal barbecue. So what I always do is I do the online order, grab some Bengal barbecue, and then run over to Tropical Hideaway and uh, enjoy my meal there. That's a good idea. Yeah, because I did see breaking news uh, earlier this week <laughs> was that they are now selling a special. Souvenir hippopotamus spork. Well, yeah, they they uh, they've had multiple sporks. Apparently, like how other places do really cool tiki mugs, <laughs> these guys are selling uh, collectible plastic sporks. I love it. Yeah, they're actually pretty cool, but they're three dollars each, um, which is crazy. And uh, apparently, the other day, but they didn't have they ran out be- before we got there. They had uh, Tropical Hideaway 
chopsticks that had um, uh, a little like Mickey burnt into the wood. Um, I'll have to see if I can find a picture of it and post it. Well, fantastic. Now, another thing that just I'm, I'm reading right now as we speak is we've been wondering for years now, how is Disney, especially, and we're their, their first, Disneyland will be the first Galaxy's Edge. How are they going to handle the absolute crush of opening guests? And they've announced what they're going to do, and that's literally reservation only to get into the land right. between May 31st and June 23rd. So the first month is Disney Resort reservations only, basically. Well, what it looks Close like... No, well, that's the thing. What it looks like is if you have a Disneyland resort stay, you're guaranteed uh, to be able to book your reservation. Any reservations that are left over after that, I think they're going to open it up uh, within the app or something. So you can book a reservation if you don't have a stay as long as there's not somebody already, you know, as long as there's yeah. any spots that are left. But you're not going to be able to get in a standby line. The whole idea is that they don't want people showing up and just spending the night, um, you know, in the park or in the parking lot or or uh, queuing up super early. They're just basically going to say, like, hey, man, if you don't have a hotel room with a reservation or you haven't booked a reservation online, um, you're just not going to be able to get in. So don't even yeah. bother lining up. As frustrating as I'm sure that is, I, I just think either way, the people that can't get in are going to be disappointed. But at least this way, you're not – they're telling you, don't – you don't be disappointed. Like, don't come here and get disappointed. Like, we're going to disappoint you now. Right. Which is – I'd rather – that's better. I think that's still better. <laughs> like, I just want to know. Like, it's, it's, it's booked. Sorry. Like, don't bother. Rather than show up and, like, wait. It's it just – People are not going to be happy, obviously, but you're not going to be happy regardless if you can't get in. So, so do you have your room booked yet, Skipper? I do. When is yours? Is like are you right away in May, like day end one. of May, day one, May thirty first. Well, so we actually called and we were like, "How does this work?" Because you have to have a reservation, right? You, so they told us that if you want to get in on the thirty first, that you should probably stay on the thirtieth. Uh, so that you've already checked in and you've been able to make your reservation and everything like that. Right. So we booked the night of the 30th to the 31st. So we'll check out the day that we go to the park. What? Oh, do you have a reservation for Galaxy's Edge yet? Or has that not happened yet? That hasn't happened yet. They haven't, like, that reservation system has not gone online yet. So, but for the most part, you're guaranteed. Are you... I mean, are you essentially guaranteed a reservation to get into the land? I yeah, that's assume. that's. I mean, that's what they said. You know, yeah. that when we uh, when we called, I, there, there's not a lot of information even for the cast members. Because the yeah. other thing that I had, my other question was, obviously on a reservation basis, they're not going to just let everybody in at the beginning of the day. You know, right. they're probably going to break them up throughout the day. But what does that mean if you're a like if you're a morning person? How are they going to get you out? Like, how are they going to make somebody leave if they have an early reservation? Um, are they going to have colored, you know, wristbands where it's good for, like, two hours? And then are you going to waste your entire time in line for the Millennium Falcon? Like, there's, I, I feel like there's a lot to be answered. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure they're still figuring exactly how that's going to work. I mean, that is what they do for the 
the parties, as we talked about last week, um, when you're gently asked to leave. But, uh, but yeah, like how are they gonna? I don't know. And is wait, is that is that Galaxy's Edge opening with both no, rides or just, just with Millennium Falcon? Just Millennium Falcon. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Interesting. I just find it. I'm glad that they're being very proactive, though, because you know when they did some of these others, they were. And that's what they probably were learning from, like when they did Pandora. They did a long ass standby line, but um, which was not ideal to you know, just to get into the into the land. So I don't know. I'm glad you're going to be there to uh, to, to like t- to ex- exactly tell us how this goes. Yeah, I'm excited. I, um, I I feel that they're they're doing all kinds of fun stuff to get ready for it. One of the other things that I posted a little bit later under the um, what is what is your uh, things we wouldn't have thought about or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Yeah. Who would have thunk it? Uh, headline: Even little Jedi's got a pee-pee. Is that they're going to offer bathroom passes while you're getting while you're in line for these things? Yeah. So, so you know they're expecting this. So that and then I think I think the new ban. On which, by the way, I'm still celebrating. I've been drinking ever since he announced it, and I'm just like, "Woo, more on that!" No smoking and no giant strollers. We're taking yeah. a step in the right direction with the stroller thing. I'm telling Amen. you, Amen. Those things are huge. And as much as I have always enjoyed having a stroller when I used to be able to have one, um, those big wagon things are ridiculous. Like it's just ridiculous. Yeah, um, and I think it's funny because uh, my like solution for the stroller thing has always been like, you know, not that they shouldn't have strollers, but everybody should have to use the same like little tiny Disney stroller. And maybe they like, they have some of them that are like, you know, a two seater for like families yeah. or whatever. And, uh, and I said, yeah, even if you show up with a stroller, like you should, you should be able to check it in and then they'll just give you one. If you don't show right. up with a stroller, then you can rent it. And that's almost exactly what they're doing. So I was like, yes, except for as long as your stroller meets the requirements, you don't have to trade it in. But if you do show up with the mini RV, as I like to call it, yeah, you can um, you can trade it, and they'll give you up to a du- uh, a two person stroller. Um, somebody was telling me though that the double wides are still allowed, and they're saying that the double wide strollers are almost bigger than those those little uh, wheelbarrows that people roll around. So I don't know. But I think we're going in the right direction. And then the no smoking thing. I'm just super excited. <laughs> My favorite of this entire new rule thing was somebody made a meme. And it was a picture of a lady pushing a giant stroller with like six kids with four bags of loose ice sitting on top. And all the kids were smoking. <laughs> and they're like, What's, what seems to be the problem here? Yeah, what, what's wrong? <laughs> oh, yeah, the ice part. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and uh, one person was complaining on Twitter because she couldn't drink from the water fountains. And so all she would do was suck on ice cubes to stay hydrated. And now she didn't know what she was going to do. And it was like, do you, are you not aware of like bottled water or, or like the fact that every restaurant on property right. will give like, you a cup not of ice for free ice from the property? No, you just can't bring your own yeah they're just completely missing the point i mean they get the water parks this is where that really comes into play mostly i think because you can you can bring a big ass cooler but like if you got that thing packed full of ice it takes the guy 
if they really want to give it a good look for like glass and alcohol or whatever, they have. To, I mean, it's it's very very difficult, which is which has always been great. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I'm, I, I swear they're like any alcohol or glass in there. No, no, uh-uh. it, no. I mean, uh, not that I have ever done it. That would be terrible. But uh, but yeah, that's gonna be that's. I think that's where the biggest. Think, yeah, like you said, they're not banning ice from property. It's you can't bring it in, and and you're a big cooler full of ice because you can't get to, you can't see to the bottom. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that the rage of the week really was the whole non-smoking thing, and even people who, well, I do too. But I mean, even people who aren't smokers were saying, no, no, now it's gonna be worse. Now the smokers are just gonna like anarchy all throughout the parks because they don't want to have to leave and so i don't know oh they're gonna be asked to leave i'm hoping i think that's the thing is just really uh somebody going through and making sure that happens because i think even now like cast members are kind of skittish to go talk to people when when they're smoking Mm -hmm. outside of the non-smoking area so to you know to have to just walk up to anybody anywhere now and just be like uh if you want to smoke that, you have to leave the park, which I think is hilarious that they're going to have the non-smoking areas outside of the park. It's like, you got to go in there somewhere. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Just friends that are that I have that, that do smoke are just like, well, this will be the thing. This is, they're like, this is, they're seeing it as a good opportunity. Like, one more reason to, like, not. Like, I've already don't smoke in my car because I don't want to stink my car up. I already don't smoke mm-hmm. when I'm with you guys because you don't. And so he's like, well, this will be another reason to not smoke. I mean, it's just more pressure to not which he's like, I, so they have a pretty good attitude about it but some people you know obviously there's going to be some people who take a hard stance or like screw this but yeah. i don't think they're too worried about that response yeah no i, I but of course you still have the people that like think that vaping is totally different and oh, God, doesn't apply to them i i think i may dislike vaping people more than smokers now like they just they're so clueless as to how much people Hello? don't like that yeah. Hello. I also think with oh. vaping, like, I mean, from personal observation, oh, there we go. I, I have no idea how this actually works, but there seems to be a big variance in the amount of vapor you're exhaling. So, like, if you are that desperate for a nicotine fix, can you just pick the model that, like, doesn't emit giant, puffy, cumulus clouds of smoke and, like, be more subtle about it or something? I don't know. Oh, no. That's I don't. Too, I don't know. That's crazy talk that you. Is it, is it not the good stuff if you're not like filling up your car? You gotta get the good stuff. I don't know. The good stuff. So let's see. That's pretty good. And uh, Rhiannon, uh, you should yes. be pretty excited. Coming January fourth, they're gonna have Woody's Roundup Barbecue Dining Experience at the Contemporary Resort. What? I don't know. If this just theming is just on point. <laughs> I guess it's just for the Fourth of July weekend, but they're doing like a big. I don't get this really. Boy, it's rough. Where is it going to be? In the bar, in the one of the ballrooms. Okay, so like what they used to do, like with the Christmas pageant. Yeah, basically. I mean, I just feel like they're just like lately. It used to be these new ideas had to run through several layers of checks before they do them. It feels like this, that era is over and they're just like anything they want to try. They're like, fuck it, go for it. Yeah. Right. That sounds great. Let's do that. So just, everything just feels so random. Like, like (laughs) 
to me, it just all feels so random. Like, it just feels like back in the day, there was, and, I, and things just took so long, and they were very well thought out. And now it's just, yeah, sure, do it. Yeah, well, it almost feels like there's some intern somewhere that's just throwing out these, like, they're just like, how are we going to make any money? And he's somebody else is all like, what if we have barbecue at the Contemporary? And some other guy was just like, do it! You know, and here's it's like, what it's going to cost us almost yeah, nothing. Have jobs, it's fascinating. Well, because, so here's. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was going to say here's the question, just for this one specifically. Woody's Roundup Barbecue. Here's what I'm, I'm going to read this, and it's offered whatever is escorted into a larger than life recreation playset of Woody's Roundup, a rustic Wild West town. Inside, you hang out with Woody, Jesse, Bullseye, and Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear, and you jam along as Mr. Microphone plays some of Woody's favorite tunes. Like, I just can't imagine that in any world this uh, this larger-than-life recreation of Woody's Roundup could at all be cool. Like, for for, for a two-day event, are they really going to put that much effort into this? I can't wait to see it. Well, I'm almost wondering if they're going to take the... Remember when you walk through a Bug's Life or a Bug's Land and there's, like, that cereal box that had the Woody's Roundup? Uh, I'm wondering if they're taking, like, that stuff... And moving it just, they're like, well, it's already in Florida. Like, that's where we're keeping the warehouse, I'm guessing. Let's just put it in the, yeah, we'll just put it in the contemporary for a few days and let people walk through that and say True. that, you know, that that's what it is. Well, uh, and honestly, now that I think about it, when you go, when you used to meet Woody and Buzz and Jesse at Hollywood Studios in the old setup of Pixar Place, they did have like a backdrop of that. That's got to be it. Like you said, they got to just brought, brought that over. Like, yeah, they're just recycling, recycling stuff. You yeah. know how like sometimes when you're like cleaning the house and you have to move something so you can get yeah. to something else? That's probably what they're like cleaning the warehouse and they're like, man, we really got to move this woody stuff to make room for this. And they're like, what do we do? And then somebody said, well, we've got this empty room at the Contemporary. And then that same kid said, let's have barbecue. Yeah. And I mean, I try to be not super negative about everything this just is really this just feels very thrown together and then you've got uh, 149 dollars for adults and 99 dollars for children a buck 50 holy shit yeah buck 50 for uh it does say including premium can... adult beverages oh there you go all you can drink though really fucking premium I mean, but like, how much does Hoopty do? It's about you know, but eighty something like that. Oh yeah, no, Hoopty do is half this price, and it's so good. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe Fourth of July weekend is people are this kind of thing is really, I don't know. I guess it's just filling a, a need. I guess I don't know. Well, don't that know. is true too. I mean, if if the restaurants are just full on the Fourth of July, and this will help get people out of the park. You know, it's like, how do we get people out of the park and still feed them and still cost as much as a trip to the park? (laughs) Barbecue, brilliant. Yeah, that has to be the thinking, honestly. It really has to, that it's just a full kind of thing. Um, Makes me wonder, like, this kind of came up again because they announced a whole other – we talked about this, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, about how it feels like they're uh, dividing the day – with these hard ticket events because they announced a slew more of these yeah. hard ticket events and some friends, including uh, my friend Jody that lives here is like saying like, this sucks. Like you used to be able to do yeah. night times in the parks. You, you wait and go in the park late 
to have a little less crowded. Like, you're going to have to you know pay extra to go in at night from now on is what it feels like. And I, I, I think this might be the, the first step into literally having two day two operating days on every day. Ooh, I mean, maybe except for like crazy days, like the Fourth of July. If we have like the Fourth of July, they won't do that. But maybe they will. I don't. I, I was going to say what? that almost seems more like something they would do. Yeah. On a on a specific like the rest of the year, it's like whatever. But on really like you know on holidays, especially holidays that are you know night specific, they're like, yeah, if you want to watch those fireworks from inside the park? It's going to be part of the event. Man, bastards. Sons of bitches. Yeah. I mean, I really do will not be surprised if and when this is the norm. Um, because it just, it does, if you're from their, from their perspective, it just makes sense. Like, why, why don't we just have to do like eight hours in the morning and then we'll just have another five-hour segment and why not? Why not? Why let everybody in for the whole day for, for one <sighs> price when we could split it into two? Yeah, for sure. bastards. It really is. Just because we used to do it that way, that that's the only reason. That'd be the only reasoning. Well, we never did that before. I don't know. I don't know, man. Skipper Gritchie, you are part of this phenomenon that oh, took shit. place yesterday. What did I do? You bought one of the largest Woo! pre-sales for a movie of all time, if not the largest, I believe the largest, for Avengers The Endgame. It was bonkers. Um, because you can't see it on day two, apparently. Well, it's well, so I think there's just so many like spoilers, and people are really excited because it left you on such a cliffhanger that you want to go and see it as early as possible because you don't want to find out what happens from some other a hole. You know, like like we actually have a uh, we have a, a separate uh, like chat that that goes on for people that watch movies early so that we can like discuss everything that happened and not spoil it on the regular Twitters. Right. Um, so all of us, you know, already got our tickets so we can have that conversation because we don't want to ruin it for everybody, but not everybody has that same respect. There's people that go and see it specifically so that they can post things on the internet and ruin it for everyone. So we get a little excited, we get a little excited to go. Uh, I went above and beyond yesterday to try to get these tickets because it was such a mess. Uh, I don't know if you if any of you guys even bothered to 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 try or if you saw the the uh, craziness, but AMC was down most of the day yesterday. Like it seemed like as soon as the tickets went available, they just crushed their their server and it went down. Uh, Fandango actually put you in a virtual queue that started at an hour. Um, Sheesh. To, just to like you know you were you were literally in line online to buy tickets, um, I, and I checked everywhere at uh, movie tickets like everything just like just they just all stop, and um, there were there was like a whole Twitter feed going on about like whether you could get tickets at the theater or not get tickets at the theater, and some people were saying that yes, if you went to the theater you could. So, um, Grandpa, Jim, is that true? Well, yeah, so that was the thing. So Grandpa Jim left yesterday He uh, at 6 a.m. So I got up at 5.30, and I w- at 5.30 in the morning, while I was you know taking him, I was also trying to book these tickets, and that's when I hit that internet roadblock. And um, I, I was thinking, like, well, maybe I'll go buy the 
movie theater on my way home because I dropped him off at six o'clock. And then I thought, well, I don't really want to go to the mall at like six in the morning. And, you know, I know that the theater is not going to be open, but if I could get to one of the little kiosks, it might work. So I came home and I kept trying and it still wasn't working. Finally, around 830, a friend of mine was just like, dude, you've got to go to the theater. So I went down there. There, They have four outside kiosks. Two of them were down. And I was thinking to myself, like, this is basically just the online service, but at the theater. So is that even going to work? Because obviously it's down. Um, and the two that did, that were operational, one of them wasn't taking credit cards. And it got to the point, like, where there was a line of people to try to get tickets at these kiosks. And half of them were getting super frustrated because they were like, no, these fucking machines work. And then finally I was just like, dude, it's just that that one doesn't take uh, credit cards. So I actually kind of like took over. We, we reached out to the theater, by the way, AMC, uh, who was – they had people there. And we were like, hey, is there any way you guys could open up and let us like buy tickets because these machines aren't working? And like, they were like, no, we are absolutely not going to open till 10 o'clock. You guys have to deal with the machines. And, and I was like, well, one of these machines isn't taking credit cards, so you're getting some really upset people. Um, and then I went back and told everybody. I was like, okay, everybody. Like, I kind of, like, took over. <laughs> I was like, okay, everybody, if you're buying with an A-list, this machine will take A-list, but you can only buy one ticket at a time. This machine over here will take credit cards if and A-list. So if you're going to do that. And, um, yeah, so there were, you know, and then since you with A-list, you can't, like, put in multiple numbers at the same time. If there were groups of people going together, everybody had to, like, type in their all their information, buy the ticket, and then the next person would go and hope that they could get a ticket next to them. Which I also didn't understand how other people, like, the seats were filling up, and there wasn't anybody there to sell them. Or to, you know, like, those, these two kiosks at specific theaters. But either way, long story short, too late. I, uh, too late. Yeah, right. Too late. Uh, I was able to get the seats that I wanted for the showing that I wanted. But, wow. but yeah, I had to go to the theater like some sort of like you know peasant or comedy. <laughs> I couldn't just do it on my phone. They did uh, something similar that virtual queue thing for this uh, pass holder event at uh, Typhoon Lagoon, and uh, it worked about as well. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was a real really? mess, man. Shocker, right? One percent who actually had zero problems, and I got my preferred date and everything. Wow, I went in and I didn't. I pulled up and I there's, I didn't exist in the system. I just there were no. I wasn't there. No guests. Nobody. I wasn't even there myself. It so it pulled me up and then it had everybody that I'm attached to in Disney Experience. So I could have actually added you. Mm. You just don't yeah you just don't know like it's just it is uh hopefully they'll get it figured out shortly because i mean uh mrs dd spent a lot of time on the on the phone talking about it with them and she got in so we ended up figuring it out via phone but um like i'm sure those folks are super pumped every time they do one of those events because they only get 10 million phone calls <laughs> then everyone's pissed and the answer is always like well you could restart the app and it's, it's never that's never oh, a good yeah, answer that's always the worst people love that answer yeah, I mean, why wouldn't they? <laughs> Great, thank you. But Appreciate I've already, it. I've already selected my tickets. Well, yeah, you're probably going to... What if those tickets sell out? Well, yeah, hopefully. That was me yesterday. I got all the... Like, on the app, I got all the way to the part, the point of payment. Like, I had the theater, I had the ticket, I had the seat, and it just wouldn't process the payment. So I was super worried. I was like, damn it. 
I'm going to miss it. It's going to go away. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of movies, Dumbo did come out, and it did take the number one spot. But, uh, folks, the very mixed reviews. Have you seen it, Skip? I have seen it. What did you think? Uh, I really enjoyed it, but I think that they totally take uh, for granted that you've already seen the animated movie and you're in mm. love with the character. Like, uh, you know, they, they there's just, yeah, there's so many parts about it that you're just like, like you like if I if that was a brand new movie and I'd never seen the original Dumbo, I just wouldn't have been invested in the character at all when when things happen, you know. So like, without giving away any spoilers or anything, I'm just saying like there's there's scenes in the animated feature where you're like, oh yeah, and you're you know you get all like sad or you laugh or whatever, and um, and those scenes in the movie just expect you to avoid like you you know they, they're just like they've already seen dumbo so we're just they already love the elephant like <laughs> you yeah. know uh and that was the thing so like you know trying to look at it as a standalone movie i was just like i just i wasn't emotionally invested in the mm. character enough um if it had been a standalone but the movie's beautiful it's very it's not dark in the t- like the way tim Burton makes dark movies but it's definitely has that like uh, almost like his version of Willy Wonka or uh, big like that. or Big Fish. You know how like it was very stylized, it's, right? It's like that. So that's what I like about his movies. Yeah, and and it was good. Like it was it was a really fun, enjoyable movie. I don't want to make it sound like it wasn't good. Yeah, well, I'm say, thinking. Go ahead. I mean, I haven't seen it obviously, but from the trailers. I kind of anticipated having the exact opposite reaction that than from what you're describing because I mean obviously I've seen Dumbo the animated version and it's cute and you know you don't want anything bad to happen to the cute little baby elephant but I don't know I didn't it didn't elicit that much of a strong reaction out of me versus just the trailer alone for this movie I was like don't you fucking hurt that thing well, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was getting triggered like. Right. Well, yeah, because they worried. they go right That's in crazy. on the trailer with the baby mine, which is, you know, like one of the saddest scenes of any movie ever. Um, and and in the movie, in this in this live action movie, uh, they like that happens really fast, like right off the bat. They're just like, let's just get this over with. And that's what I'm saying. Like, at that point, you're like, well, you know, they've only known each other a day. Like, <laughs> it's like. You know, you're kind of like, I don't, I've only been sitting here for a few minutes. I'm not really, and then the way they do it in the movie is a little bit different. So, um, but it's good. Okay. I, I enjoyed yeah. Dumbo. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. To check. I think we might be checking it out one of these days here yeah. shortly. And it's really be... pretty. Like it's a really yeah, that's well what I shot like. and pretty movie. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. Cool. Excited. Good, good, good. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Rhiannon. Did you see the merchandise has been revealed for your Star Wars run? They've got Tervises, water bottles. Now, when is this? Is that this weekend or next weekend? Yeah, it's this weekend. We're this weekend? Holy smokes. No kidding. Are you going to buy any of this merchandise? Um, Probably not. I haven't seen it yet, but probably not. I did actually ask Mark yesterday how much of a budget he was setting aside for the merch and he said he wasn't buying anything 
and that he was just happy with the shirts he's going to get and his medals. And I'm like, yeah, we'll see about that, buddy. <laughs> they have some pretty cool, like, they're like almost like costume shirts, meaning that it, you wear a T-shirt, but it looks like you're wearing Han Solo's, like, vest or you're wearing, like, Chewbacca's hair. Like, it's pretty cool. I like I like stuff like that rather Something than, like, I've always wanted. a logo T-shirt. I don't need any more logo T-shirts that say s- stupid shit on it. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I just I just don't need that anymore in my life, you know. Like <laughs> I like ones that that look. I don't know. I, I like I like this. It's something a little different. Yeah, I still have that conversation with my mom. She thinks I'm still in high school when it comes to buying clothes. She'll be like, "I got this shirt that has no wimps on it," and I'm like, "I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, "I I need this one. This is yeah." Like, like boy, a solid color. I'm good. Maybe a pocket. Yeah, what do you think about these? Uh, uh, what do you think about uh, spirit jerseys, Rhiannon? You a spirit jersey gal? Um, I want to be. I feel like I like them in theory, but then when I wear them, I just feel awkward. I own one. I have the Bumble one, hmm. but I don't know. And then they're so expensive too. So I guess yeah, I just like- don't like them enough to, um, you know, accept that price. But I'm re- I'm looking at one now where it's a red. This girl's wearing it, and it's. Just on the back, the word, it says run like a rebel. And rebel is just, it's so big. Like the word rebel is just, <laughs> it's just huge. I don't know. It's just, it's definitely not for me, but I mean, good. I'm glad people enjoy it. What I love about the spirit jerseys in Walt Disney World is that they put the entire, like, like it, it doesn't say resort, but it might as well. The fact that they write out Walt Disney World all the way across, like, you know, that's a lot of letters just shoulder to shoulder. So they go all the way down almost to like your elbows, I think. Now. Yep. Oh, well, that's definitely, that's it's a lot. Of the styling. Huh? It's just part of the styling. I mean, no, I know. I just, I just think it's funny. Like I always want them to add resort and all the other stuff that goes in it, the little copyright and just, you know, any type of any, as many letters as they can fit on the back of that shirt. Let's see. Skip Richie. This makes me sad. Um, no, don't be the red car trolley is closed for like a whole year. What? Like the red car trolley is closed until 2020. Holy crap. It was the fun. The weird thing. It was open the other day. I didn't know they were going to close it or else I would have jumped on the trolley. I wonder if it has something to do with the Marvel land being built possibly. That or judge doom and his dumb idea for a freeway. Who's going to take the freeway when you can take the red car? Right? It says Red Car Trolley will run return to transport in 2020, albeit on a modified new line. Oh, I'm almost sure it has to do with that because the um, the Red Car, the stop used to be between Tower of Terror and It's Tough to Be a Bug, or not, A Bug's Land. And now that that is all turned into Marvel Land, it probably won't fit the theme as well. So I'm willing to bet that they'll probably change the where the car goes. It'll probably just go right up to the end and then turn around and go right back. Bling, bling. That was one of my favorite things from Disney's California Adventure. Yeah, the red car's cool. Big fan. Big fan. That was awesome. Um, you know what actually does look pretty cool? Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy. I watched the whole video the other day. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, I'm, this is the kind of thing – I was talking about this the other day online. Like this is the kind of stuff that all the parks need a little bit more of or something that's not ultra-high demand, low capacity, something that 
is probably I'm assuming is going to be easy to get a fast pass for or just walk right in. You know, like it's just kind of nice to have some of these things that aren't like a, I guess a B a B or C ticket ride. You know, like yeah, <laughs> not everything. It feels like every new edition is is like an ultra E ticket ride. Um, it's nice to there needs to be more of these things um, to do, and I think this is a good addition. Even though I'm sure it's not like. You know, people aren't going to leave thinking my favorite thing at the parks was the Mike McCreen Racing Academy, but who cares? It doesn't have to be. Like, you need some of these things um, to help round out your day. Well, I think, one, it's good because it's – I think it takes like 10 or 15 minutes. Um, it's inside and air-conditioned. Uh, it looks like it's, like, got seating. So it for I feel like for families especially – it's kind of the same idea as like the uh, the dis- uh, what's it called the you know like the little like place where they take kids to go dance and the families don't know what to yeah. do with themselves. It's kind of like that, except for the parents actually have a place to sit and you're not just watching your kids run around like a crazy person. Like, um, I don't know. I think it looks. I I think it's great. It's a good. It's a good little rest stop in the middle of the day and it's entertaining, yeah. um, and you get to see cool characters. So I'm down. And it's funny. I agree. Yeah, it looks good. I agree. Agreed. Let's see. I found this interesting only because uh, I'd never been to Disneyland Paris, um, but they had a protest by their third-party uh, like cleaning group, the company that does the cleaning, and they had like a, they literally had like a, a labor protest and just trashed the entrance oh, plaza. Yeah. And it just, it's just hard to imagine that happening here, but it's its like I'm, I'm very pro-labor, and I'm like, this is pretty pretty crazy, though, to see, like, you know, D- a Disneyland just absolutely just trash everywhere. It's like somebody went to the – right in front of the train station at, you know, Disneyland and just dumped just thousands of pieces of trash <laughs> just all over the place. Um, yeah, so. it looked like they walked in with just, like, pockets full of napkins. Yeah. And just like emptied their pockets out, you know? Yeah. It just, I mean, I'm very pro labor, so I'm kind of like, yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't have any details about this at all, other than this happened. So uh, that's pretty crazy, though. It's hard to imagine that happening like at Disneyland. But it almost seemed like they knew it was going to happen because if you look at the pictures, um, they're actually like taped off. So it's like, you know how when you walk into the Magic Kingdom, how you can go through the right or left tunnel? Mm-hmm. It's almost like they were like, okay, you guys can have the right side. Go through the, you know, you can have the right tunnel mm-hmm. and everything on that side, and make any mess you want. And then we're gonna just let people walk through the left side. Is almost yep. what it looked like. Because I don't. Whenever the here here in Florida, whenever they do a a, a a union protest, they always do it right at that crossroads, like right across the street, like where they film whenever right. something bad happens, and they put the news crews out there. <laughs> whenever. They stick the the news crews out there for whenever anything any any kind of big news event happens. So anyway, just weird to see it like in the park, um, or not in the park, but just outside. But still, in the plaza. Let's see. You ready for an ask sour boner? Sure. Ask sour boner from Yo Polly, from New Jersey. Um, he is quoting the fact that someone read an annual pass holder Facebook page about what people's bring into the parks and someone said she brings a crock pot. Oh yeah. So <laughs> if you're are bringing a crock pot into the theme park, what is in it? Um 
I don't know. I feel like it's, like, yeah, like she just must make like a ton of stew or something. I'm thinking chili would be great. Yeah. Slosh around. I think it's something something more solid so it doesn't slosh, you know? Do like a pulled pork. Oh, that'd be nice. Oh, that'd be, yeah, that'd be great. I'm, I'm thinking like some chili would be nice. Take it over to uh, Aunt Polly's and have a nice meal. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I'd take a crock pot in. Oh, that's phenomenal. Yeah, that is just crazy to me. <laughs> I just I... no loose ice, but you can bring chili. Well, I googled because I was trying to find the original post of that because I wanted to read through it all, and I couldn't find it. But in my uh, search results, there were tons and tons of people talking about bringing crockpots to the resorts, which is far less offensive than into the parks. But even then, it's like, really? So you travel with your crockpot? So you leave for the day? You got your stew warming until you get back at the end of the night? I mean, it just—I don't know. It's like people that live your lives a little bit it's vacation like stop trying to have a home-cooked meal i don't know it just, I it's something that would never occur to me and apparently it's a very widespread thing so yeah. i'm kind of surprised yeah well i was just gonna say maybe when they got rid of like the uh yellow cheese she just felt she had to bring her own she's like <laughs> <laughs> i like that That's how do good. i not have yellow cheese it's important that's a good one. Yeah, I uh, I remember when I was a kid, we would we would stay. We, I remember vividly staying at Port Orleans Riverside, and uh, we would have these uh these like uh, microwave meals, but we didn't have a microwave, so we just stuck it in the car when we left. It'd be like five hundred degrees when you come back. It was perfect, super hot. You know, because you leave it out in the sun, hot car all day. That's hotter than the oven. So that's what you do. And I survived. Yeah, I was just saying, nothing says salmonella, like leaving frozen food in your car all day. <laughs> these are weird. They weren't frozen. I don't know. They were like these spaghetti ones. I don't know. I don't I don't really recall. It seemed to work. I survived. I didn't Yeah, good die. for you, buddy. Probably made you stronger for it. I am. Now I can handle anything. Yeah. Now I can handle anything. Uh, Rhiannon, do you want one of these um, Godiva chocolate liqueur beignets from mm. Port Orleans French Quarter? If you like handed me one, I suppose I have a bite, but I don't think I'm gonna go out of my way. No, this is challenge accepted. It says here in the article in People Magazine, warning: they are quote pretty strong unquote. Ooh, I can't imagine that Godiva chocolate liqueur is ever strong. I can't imagine getting a buzz off of a beignet. So I'm I mean, that sounds with... super fun. Ah, oh, that would have been <laughs> yeah. really good to put buzzy beignets. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, you don't read the notes because I was trying to come up with I was I put boozy, no, I boozy buns, drunky donuts, <laughs> binging beignets, binging beignets. I like that. <laughs> it's pretty good, pretty good. Binging beignets. Binging beignets. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, and this is interesting. Uh, uh, the France Pavilion has outsourced a Seattle company called Le Creperie Voila to operate their new restaurant. Oh. So finally something that is not patina. Yay. So anyways, it's interesting. I do like uh, crepes. I'm yeah. excited. I like savory crepes. That is my, uh, my, my guess is they won't have my favorite one, which is a Cuban sandwich crepe, but um, maybe they will. doesn't seem super French though. Um. 
But uh, I didn't know until about two years ago that I liked crepes. I didn't know that. Oh, man, I, I love crepes. crepes. Yeah. I've never had them. I just had never really had them. So, And then I did, and I'm like, this is my new favorite meal. Yeah, I love crepes. I'm trying to decide, did a French person see a tortilla and go, I can do that? Or was it the other way around where they were, you know, a Mexican saw a crepe and was all like, yo también. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's great, man. They, I love them. You know, mm, people so can fill them with delicious things. And I, what I like about it is that a crepe can be anything. You go and yeah. they make it for breakfast. And then, you know, a little bit later, they're like, hey, I'm going to take this and I'm going to fill it with chicken and cheese and now it's lunch and you're like man yeah. it's the magic those are the ones i like yeah there's yeah. this uh sweet and safe at our yeah at our uh, little farmer's market there was a crepe cart once that, and that's where i first had them and uh and that, they did the like this, this cuban sandwich one this cuban and it was just like oh i have a new favorite i'm done this is it i have a new favorite meal of all time so Sounds great. but it hasn't, it hasn't been coming lately i'm very disappointed it's never good when they stop coming my I know. KC from KC's Crepes is no longer coming to our thing. It sucks. Yeah. Um, next uh, SR Boner comes from Brian Sennett with a very important question. I'm going to start with Skipper Richie here. Uh, if there, let's just say, there happened to be a brick on the walkway between Magic Kingdom and Contemporary, how would one go about making it, quote, disappear? And if you got caught, would you get banned permanently? Asking for a friend, of course. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. So they're getting rid of, remember when they sold those bricks? Yeah, right, right, right. They're getting rid of it. They've, they've announced they're going away. Okay. So this, what, what Brian's asking is, what's the best way to make it disappear magically between now and the day that they get rid of it? Um, and if, if he got caught, or, or, or if his friend got caught, would there be retro, would there be problems? Oh, See, when you first said, how would they make it disappear? I thought they meant, like, how is Disney going to do it so that it's kind of cool for everybody? And I was going to say, what they need to do is make a giant Wreck-It Ralph that's actually, like, an industrial machine that looks like Wreck-It Ralph. And then he just goes through and he's just wrecking it. That would be awesome. That would be great. Like, I would love to watch that. I'm going to wreck it. Like, every morning he would just come out. I'm going to wreck it. But, yeah, I think I think you'd have to do it in the middle of the night. Either that or, no, you use the new idea that you can't take strollers and you can't take, like, you know, cold stuff in. And you say yep. you're having a picnic. Uh, so you set up by the brick that you want. You know, everybody, like, sits around and you're eating. But really what you're doing is you've got something to pry it out with. Right. And then you keep your oh. little brick. That's it. No, you got it. You've got somebody in the stroller that – I've got it. I've got the perfect plan. You got somebody in the stroller hidden under like a blanket with a and they have a little cutout underneath and you push the stroller with another person and you stop right over the brick and then you get into like a verbal shouting match with each other. Like you're just like you can't even bring this in. Yes, I can. I can do what I want. And you guys and you literally <laughs> just sit there and like have this huge argument and everyone's going to be but not like super violent where somebody feels they have to step in. Just like a, a very strong disagreement. And everyone will just avoid you because that's very awkward. Yeah. And I think by the time you guys figure it out, you just – and you bring along with you maybe some like sand. Like like uh, you know that sand they use for, for – the and you fill, refill it with the sand so it's not obvious there's a big hole. Yeah, I was going to say you're going to have to put something in that spot. 
Yeah, just sand. I think sand would work. Well, I think I think sand may not work because then you're gonna like people are gonna start tripping and there's gonna be just random spots of sand. So you might need another similar size brick. Yes. That you just you know press back into there. And the the second part is if you follow these very important descri- uh, instructions, you will not get caught and you'll be fine. Yeah. Of course, I guess they probably could go back on the video and find you. Hmm. Well, that's when you just dress up like somebody else. <laughs> this that reminds me. Somebody was talking about, like, the, I think it was the Grand Floridian. They went to go parking, and they said, you know, it's full. You can't park here. And they said, well, I'm going to go use um, valet, which is, they go, they go, okay. But we're watching you via camera to make sure that you really go into valet. Oh, <laughs> I'm just, it always makes me laugh. It's like, and welcome home. We're watching you. We're watching you. <laughs> don't think we don't have <laughs> Always watching. Welcome home. <laughs> We're always always watching. watching. I believe that was the uh, the security guard. What was, was Roz? It was Roz. It was Roz? Yes, it was. Um, I'm going to leave this next question. I'm going to propose to Rhiannon. This is from Shelly, oh, not Cheryl. You're going to propose. Ms. Shelley. You're already married, and she's engaged. But hey, he said he was going to propose to Rhiannon. Like, I thought I dreamed. I thought I dreamt that. Um, she's trying to decide if she should A, rope drop Pandora, or B, 8 a.m. Tusker House ADR. So she wants to know, uh, should she head to Pandora early or stuff herself with delicious Tusker House breakfast and waddle over to Flight of Passage afterwards? Hashtag SR Bar. Um, can you hear me? Finish your meal fast enough to get over to Pandora before the park opens? Yeah. Because if so, then that would be the answer. Yeah. I didn't know this was, I've never rope dropped Pandora. I've, I, I didn't I even know I thought about this. You have? Yeah. It seems like, uh, it doesn't seem appealing to me, but this does. Um, doing the 8 a.m. breakfast, but you'd have to really, but I don't really want to scarf down like a $50 breakfast either. We, uh, That's why the um, at uh, be our guest is perfect because you pay fifty dollars, but your breakfast is so small, it's really like two bites. So your fifty dollar breakfast, you're you're done with in ten minutes. So you have plenty of time to get out and ride Seven Dwarfs Mine Train before it opens. It's a great deal. When we uh, when we rope dropped it, we did it. We did a an early morning at DAC. And we got there 30 minutes before the park opened, rope dropped to get in, and there was already a line. I was like, how did yeah. that even happen? We were the first people here. Kelly Tusker House people. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, that's what – so I th- that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I, I like the idea of getting – I think that's a, I think that's sort of my favorite thing. It, it's almost like a hard-ticket event. You get the breakfast, but it also gets you front of the line access for these, you know, one ride. And uh, I did like that about the. That's the only thing that made be our guest breakfast feel at all even close to worth the the money. I mean, it was like a hundred and fifty dollar breakfast, and it was like a, literally like an open face croissant sandwich. It was, <laughs> it was re- pretty crazy. Hundred and fifty dollars. I don't remember what it was, but it was a lot. Like. You mean like for your whole family? Yeah, for all of us. Oh, Jesus Christ, you scared me. It was a lot, though. I was like $25 each for like the entrees. It was something ridiculous. And it was really small. Which is probably better for my health. 
but just it's hard. It's hard. Let's see. Uh, that brings us to the end of hashtag Ask Sour Boner. Uh, do you guys have any uh, any other things on your mind? Uh, um, not that I can think of. Mine, I yeah. Uh, House of Blues continues to be the worst. Oh, I hate concerts at House of Blues. I hate the setup of the venue, but I love the entire experience of going like having a dinner and then you get like kind of front of the line access and you get to enjoy your time at house of blues i love house of blues but man i feel like it was designed so poorly for um for concerts but but uh had a great time went to yacht rock review on sunday uh why because i remember enjoying going to the house of blues i just remember that i didn't like the line to get in because it wrapped into downtown disney I guess now Disney Springs. Why? What? What part about it don't you like? I just don't like the setup. Like you go to the there's, unless you want to go down into like the mosh pit. There's a mosh pit in the middle, and it's just really uncomfortable. And you can't leave to get to like the bar, but if you stand on the side, it's there's like gigantic posts blocking your view, no matter where you're at. Just they're they're everywhere. Gigantic posts. So your your view is pretty poorly blocked. Uh, no matter where you are, unless you're down in the mosh pit, which does not appeal to me. Like, I don't like being shoulder to shoulder with people that so, often. I haven't been in probably over 10 years, but unless they remodeled it, what I used to do is, you know, if you look at the stage and then there is that, like, standing room only, which usually did turn into a mosh pit, um, and then there was a set of steps that went up and then, a, like, a standing area again and then the bar. That's where I would hang out, was yes. just right there, because that way you have access to the bar right behind you, and then you can walk, you know, turn around and watch a concert, turn around and get a drink, turn around and watch the concert. It was great. That's basically where we are, but where we end up. But or I just... you pay a little bit extra, and you sit upstairs in that little balcony area where then they bring you drinks. Oh, man. Yeah, and the upstairs, I don't know if it's still open, but they have their own bar, which was never as busy as the downstairs bar. The, the, the sidebar on the far end isn't that bad. Like, I never had a problem. It was actually really great. But I just don't like that you can't – there are a lot of things blocking your view. That's all. That's my only that's my only concern. But I had a blast. I love uh, Yacht Rock Review and the entire experience. Very fun. I'm going to go see Christopher Cross tomorrow night, I believe. At the – Colin Hay is coming up in, a, in next month. It's oh, God, I know. I'm so sad I'm going to miss him. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. So Colin Hay, and then now going to go to uh, uh, Christopher Cross tomorrow. Pretty excited. He begins today. This two-night stand at Epcot Flower Garden Festival. That sounds great. So I believe that brings us to the end of today's uh, 3 o'clock parade. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time.